Stuff I Learned Yesterday, episode number 537, Friday Flashback. Welcome to Stuff I Learned Yesterday. I'm Daryl Darnell. I have just wrapped up a fun family game night involving catchphrase and Pictionary. And I believe that if you aren't learning, you aren't living. In today's episode of Stuff I Learned Yesterday, we are jumping in the time machine and taking a look back at an episode on gratitude. Well, happy Friday to you. I hope that you had a great Thanksgiving. Now, I know that other parts of the world that you may be living in maybe didn't celebrate Thanksgiving yesterday. Maybe you did it on a different day of of the year, or maybe you don't celebrate it where you're at. But if that's the case, I hope you had a great Thursday. But if you did celebrate Thanksgiving yesterday, I hope it was delicious and fun and, you know, that you had a good time and enjoyed a day off. I I did. I had a great day off. Had a good time with family, and uh, had some good time with my uh, with my just the four of us, our immediate family, uh, with some game nights or a game night, as I said, and just had a good time. Took the day off, watched some football, ate some food, hung out with the family. Good day, good day. And today, uh, it's kind of round two. I do have some work I'm going to be doing today or tonight, but. Uh, you know, we're going to go over to my in-laws today and I've got my two brothers-in-law and their wives and their kids and um, we'll, we'll just have another feast <laughs> and hopefully watch some football. They're not as big football fans as my family is, but kind of hoping that we can uh, get the football games turned on. Uh, but we'll see. We'll have a good time that I'm sure of. And I hope that you have a good Friday. Maybe you're doing some shopping today or taking the day off, or maybe you're back to work. I don't know. Whatever you're doing, I hope it's a good one. And thanks for tuning in today to the episode um, here in this uh, kicking off of the holiday season. Well, let's get into the fun fact, and then uh, I want to invite you to the Friday form. But let's do the fun fact first, because this is, a, this is one of those holidays that's kind of near and dear to my heart, because number one, I'm an entrepreneur, and number two, I have a a good amount of friends who are either entrepreneurs or small business owners. And I come from a retail background, as you know, or you probably know if you've been listening to the podcast for a while. So tomorrow, Saturday is small business Saturday because it's the kickoff to the shopping season for Christmas. And, you know, a lot of money is going to be spent. A lot of gifts are going to be purchased and uh, a lot of shopping is going to be done. And we do a lot of that shopping at Walmart and Target and the mall and big box stores and stuff like that. And that's great. You know, Amazon, whatever. Um, but don't forget about those small businesses. And so Small Business Saturday is tomorrow, the first Saturday after Thanksgiving. And, you know, small businesses are often overlooked by customers who are enticed by larger companies. And by the way, this part I'm reading now is, is straight from our friends over at daysoftheyear.com. Um, and so the rise of shopping malls and chain stores such as Walmart and other retailers has caused sometimes irreversible damage to, you know, the main street and those small towns and things like that. And so small business day is a way to kind of remember those small businesses and support those local small businesses. And why not? Why should we not celebrate the spirit of entrepreneurship and enterprise 
as exemplified by small businesses and they're taking a risk and going out there and fulfilling their dreams and following their dreams and you know trying to make something of themselves and so small business saturday is a way to support them and so you may be wondering how to celebrate small business saturday or how to support them and it's really easy uh drive down main street drive around your local town and look for those small businesses those locally owned businesses. Maybe they're not small businesses, but they're locally owned. Uh, just think about those guys and, and think about the, the money you spend with those small businesses, how it goes right back into your community. And the impact is more than just the sales for that direct business. So anyway, I'll be uh, doing my part to support uh, small businesses this Saturday, and I encourage you to do the same. There's a whole great article about this over at daysoftheyear.com. There's a link on our website for this episode, but you can also just go to daysoftheyear.com. And I encourage you to support small businesses, local businesses on Small Business Saturday tomorrow. And, of course, I also encourage you to be a part of the Friday Forum. We didn't get any Friday Forum contributions for this week. And that's okay. I really wasn't sure. You know, with the holiday, it's always sketchy if we're going to get contributions. And I, and I get that. Everyone is extra busy this week. So, you know, no big deal. Uh, we've got a great episode from Mark that we're pulling out from the archives. I'll talk about that in just a moment. But I would love to have a Friday Forum next week. And I would love to have you as a contributor for that. The Friday Forum is your chance to share the lessons of your life with myself and the rest of the listening audience. And by doing so, make my life richer and help teach me and help me to learn from your life experiences and, of course, all the, the rest of the listening audience as well. So that's why we encourage you to do that. The number is 304-837-2278, or the website is goldenspiralmedia.com slash feedback, where you can make your contribution. So let's get into today's episode. As I said, it is an episode from the past, from our uh, previous uh, co-host and uh, still a contributor to this. He did an episode for us earlier this season. That's Mark Decote, our good friend from the Great White North. And this episode originally aired the week of Thanksgiving in 2014. So that was back on the first year of Stuff I Learned Yesterday. It was originally episode number 183, and it's called Stalled in the Snow. Here it is. With all the snow that's fallen in North America lately, I thought this would be a fun little story to share with you. So here goes. I like to say that I'm an only child with two older brothers. You see, I was a quote-unquote happy accident. Or since my birthday is September 26, I always tease my parents that I was the product of a wild Christmas celebration. Either way, I wasn't planned. There's 15 years difference between me and my middle brother and another two years to my oldest brother. Both had moved out by the time I was four years old, so as far back as I can remember, I was the only child living at home. This had its benefits, as I was a mama's boy and received special treatment that my older brothers never had, but that's not what this story is about. My oldest brother moved to Vancouver, British Columbia when I was eight or nine years old, and I didn't get to see him much since I lived with my parents in Cornwall, Ontario. For those of you unfamiliar with Canadian geography, that's roughly 4,500 kilometers or 2,800 miles. I did make the trip when I was 10 years old and again at 15. The latter of these two is where my story takes place. My brother was getting married on December 27th, 1984, and my parents and I made the trip to Vancouver for the wedding. I remember it was 1984 because for Christmas that year, my brother gave me a cassette tape 
by some dude I'd never heard of called Bruce Springsteen. I remember being confused when I opened it and wondering, why would I, a Canadian, want a cassette titled Born in the USA? Although I do admit, there were a few catchy tunes on it. Anyways, we had a great Christmas. The wedding was beautiful, and then my brother and new sister-in-law were off for a few days honeymooning before returning New Year's Eve. Now, my grandmother and uncle lived in Victoria, BC, which is on Vancouver Island. They had moved there a few years earlier, and we hadn't seen them since. Nanny wasn't well enough to attend the wedding, so we made arrangements to visit them while the newlyweds were away. Vancouver Island is accessible only by air or by water, and since my dad had rented a car for our stay, we decided to take the ferry. Shortly after debarking on the island, we encountered a stoppage in traffic. Now, let me debunk a stereotype of Canada. We are referred to as the Great White North, and we're proud of that moniker. However, that doesn't mean the whole country is constantly covered in snow. We have four distinct seasons, and I've often seen the summer weather report indicating that we're the warmest location in all of North America. When winter rolls around, not all of our country has to deal with the snow that is synonymous with our great nation. In fact, other than its Olympic-grade mountains, British Columbia rarely sees any accumulation of snow in the winter. So my parents and I were on Vancouver Island, stuck in a line of cars. A police officer came to our window and told my dad that the highway to Victoria was closed due to an unexpected snowfall. The plow used to clear the roads had broken down, and it would be a couple of hours until one could arrive from another part of the island. We sat there dumbfounded. There was roughly an inch and a half of snow on the ground, and yet everyone seemed to be in panic mode. My dad got out of the car and caught up to the police officer. My mom and I watched them talk for a bit, and then the police officer called for someone. A couple of minutes later, a small group of officers were gathered around our car talking to my dad. They walked around looking at our car and then nodded to my dad. He got back in, put the car in gear, and the police officer directed him onto the shoulder, where we proceeded to drive past the line of stopped cars, past the barrier the police had erected in front of the line, and continued the 30-minute drive to Victoria with the whole highway to ourselves. So what had happened? When my father approached a police officer and asked why the highway was closed, he was told the inch and a half of snow made it too dangerous to drive on. Calmly, my father told the officer that we were from Ontario, and where we're from, they wouldn't even send the plows out for this little snow. The officer called his superiors over, hence the discussion I had seen. My dad showed them his Quebec birth certificate and his current Ontario's driver's license. He then showed them that our rental car was equipped with all-season radials, Something common nowadays, but not so common in 1984. My dad had always insisted on rental cars with all-season radials. Convinced that the road conditions were not an obstacle for my dad, the police officers let us proceed. We drove to Victoria without a problem and had a great visit with my grandmother and uncle. So what did I learn? This may seem strange to you, but this story actually taught me a great business lesson. You see, in business, you don't have to know everything in order to be considered an expert. You only need to know more than the person asking the question. My dad is a good driver, but no more so than other drivers I see on the road every day, and by no means would I call him an expert driver. But to those police officers on Vancouver Island, who were not used to driving on snow-covered roads, my father was just that. His credentials put him in a class of driver much higher than those officers were in, and in doing so, earned him their respect and acknowledgement, and bestowed a confidence in them that we would be okay driving on their snow-covered highway. So many people in life are shackled by self-doubt. Maybe you have a great business idea, but never follow through with it. You fear that because you're not an expert, nobody will want to hear your idea. Or maybe you have a love and passion for something, a hobby perhaps, something that you could potentially turn into a great business. 
but you think nobody knows who I am, so why would anybody care about me? You don't need to be an expert to succeed. There are plenty of people out there with less knowledge than you that would be thrilled to learn from you. Yes, there are going to be people with better skills and qualifications, but they may not be giving back the way you can. I recently read of a lawyer who liked to cross-stitch at the end of his busy day. It relaxed him. He was embarrassed by his pastime and kept it a secret. His aunt came to visit one day and noticed the lovely cross-stitch pieces he had in his home. She mentioned that she had trouble doing a certain stitch, and no matter how many times she looked at the instruction book, she couldn't get it. He revealed his passion to her and offered to send her a video of him doing the stitch so that she could watch it over and over and get it right. He posted the video to YouTube for his aunt, and to his surprise, he started getting comments from strangers saying they also had problems with that stitch and thanking him for teaching them the proper method. The comments were asking if he had any other training videos. He decided to post a few more, and they were all met with raving reviews. To make a long story short, after a time, he quit his lawyer job and now cross-stitches full-time. He has a website where he sells courses and products and now earns a living doing something he loves. He admits he's not an expert. He's constantly learning and striving to master techniques that are currently beyond his skill level. But to his clients, he is an expert, and they thank him for it. So what's your idea? Your passion? Do you have a skill or a hobby that others may be interested in? You may not consider yourself an expert, but that's no reason not to share your knowledge. There are people out there longing for what you can show them. So pursue your passion and let others decide if you're an expert. I'm Mark Decote, and this has been Stuff I Learned Yesterday. Follow Golden Spiral Media on Twitter at GSM Podcasts and Facebook.com slash Golden Spiral Media. To subscribe to Stuff I Learned Yesterday, visit goldenspiralmedia.com slash subscribe. If you've enjoyed this episode of Stuff I Learned Yesterday, I'd be grateful if you'd leave a review in iTunes.